Welcome to These Are My People, a podcast about finding, building, and engaging your audience. These Are My People asks artists and entrepreneurs to share their stories, strategies, and what they've learned on the road to reaching their true fans. These Are My People is a podcast produced by Smart House Creative, a marketing and digital strategy agency in Seattle, Washington. Hello, and welcome to These Are My People, a podcast about finding and keeping your audience. My name is Rachel Green, and today we're talking with entrepreneur Donovan Janus. Donovan is founder and CEO of 17 Hats, a Pasadena, California-based software system that provides small business owners tools, knowledge, and expertise so that they can stay organized, feel confident, and look professional. Mr. Janus is a lifelong entrepreneur, and he and his team at 17 Hats share a passion for guiding small business owners on their respective journeys. Donovan, welcome to These Are My People. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about 17 Hats and what inspired its creation. Yeah, so 17 Hats is basically an all-in-one business management system to run your small business on. So anything you need from a client perspective, whether it's a CRM, contracts, invoicing, bookkeeping, really everything you need to manage a whole life cycle of a client, you can do within 17 Hats. And really what inspired this, it was going back almost six years ago now, was when a family member of mine started her wedding business. She became a wedding photographer. And what you expect to be the hard part, which is launching the business, actually wasn't the hard part. She was able to launch her business and then the worst case scenario happened. She became very successful. And as a result, she became very overwhelmed with everything that came with managing a business that she never really thought about when launching her business. So all of a sudden she had to do with bookkeeping and invoicing and making sure the clients knew what to do. And that joy that she had in photography kind of was taken away by the nightmare of all the administrative tasks that she had to deal with. And right around that time, there was an article in the New York Times that talked about this problem. I think it featured four or five different entrepreneurs, one-person businesses, that ended up spending 70% of their time on administrative paperwork. So stuff that doesn't generate any business, stuff that is not very enjoyable to do, was taking up most of their time, and it was really the reason why their businesses were failing. So I started to look to see what was out in the market to solve that problem, and there really wasn't anything. I mean, there's an app for everything, but that only moved the mess on your desk into the cloud, and so that didn't really solve the problem. So I wanted to build an all-in-one system where the system is kind of smart. So when you look at 17 hats, what it does is it knows when you, for example, send a contract, so then it can send the invoice. It knows when the invoice is paid, so it can update your bookkeeping. So you kind of get the benefit of automation, which is what one-person businesses were really lacking. As a result, they keep doing the same thing over and over again, and kind of is taking away that time that they need. So that's what inspired it. Uh, it took us a few years to launch it. And then finally, about three years ago, uh, we were able to launch 17 Hats, and it's been growing pretty rapidly ever since. So I'm curious, how do you get their attention uh, to pull to pull them into the 17 Hats community? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that's always the trick. Uh, and as with any marketing, it's 
Medina last week where we flew out 10 of our customers to really sit down with them to dive into their business. And what was very clear is that, as you said, like business owners have so many things pulling their attention, it's hard to get them to sit down and focus on working on their business rather than in their business. So we try to make that as simple as possible. When you use 17 heads, you don't have to use everything from the start. You can just use the invoicing or just use the bookkeeping and kind of over time build it. One of the really kind of key things of the system is our templates. So when you send an email, you can save that email as a template. So the next time you get a new lead, you can use that same template. You can build those templates as you go along. So that way, the business owner can get can start saving time really from the first day they start using the system, even if they don't use the whole functionality yet. Because it's really hard for business owners to sit down and spend you know, either a day or two days setting up everything they need, where it's much easier to go you know, one step at a time. And then the way we can reach them is at the right time. Um, so I think all entrepreneurs kind of get pulled in many different directions. Um, but still have to check your social media, usually for the business. And then what happens is you're on social media, you get pulled into something that's not business related. Uh, so we do a lot of advertising on social media. because That's where we found our audience is. And then it kind of speaks to their pain point. Like, are you overwhelmed? Uh, are you laying awake at night wondering you know, if something has fallen through the cracks? And we found that that type of messaging is very effective in bringing people in. And then it's just a matter of sticking with them as they onboard through the system. Social media plays a very big role in our company and, and it's something that I, to be honest, was kicking and screaming against. Uh, I'm not somebody that spends a lot of time on social media. And while well, I think there's many benefits to social media, I also think it's one of those things that can kind of take up a lot of your time and something you don't have a lot as a business owner. Yeah. The reality, however, is, is that our audience is very much on uh, social media and that's mostly Facebook and Instagram. Uh, most of our users are between 30 and 45. Um, and we have slightly more uh, uh, female users than male users. I think today's solopreneurs, you know, with the lower cost of entry, it's great because they can start working from home mm-hmm. and build their business that way. Um, so we see a lot of you know, lady bosses, as we like to call them, uh, use 17 hats. And so social media is very helpful in both attracting users as well as communicating with them. We have a very active user group of about 6,000 people in there. Uh, we do Facebook Lives every week or so. Uh, we do a lot of things for Instagram stories and just Instagram photos. You know, I think Facebook Live is one of those things that it's hard to measure direct success with, but I think over time it's one of those things that every little bit helps. When promoting your project, it can sometimes feel like you're shouting into the void and nobody's listening. Smarthouse Creative is here to help. Visit smarthousecreative.com to learn more and get started today. That way, the next time you're shouting into that void, we'll make sure people are listening. So, you know, we've grown pretty rapidly as a company the last three years, and to some extent, we've actually grown a little too fast. So. Early in the year, I would actually say our communication to our users was not as good as it should have been. And we really started using Facebook Live to kind of re-engage our users that way. And I wouldn't say we get a lot of, we don't get a massive audience 
tuning in normal life, but the, uh, I don't know what the term is, but the people viewing after it's done actually is very high. It works very well in getting our message out. When was the first time you knew you had an audience? Uh, so this kind of goes back just before we launched. Um, it was the summer of 2014. And so I had the idea in about 2011. And we, we tried to do the kind of the lean startup approach of building a easier version, you know, a MVP, minimal viable product, and launch it just with the photography industry. And that did okay, but it didn't really set the world on fire. I had a few hundred users. Uh, it paid the bills, but it didn't really do much else. And it was a struggle to attract new users. And the vision of Seventeen Hats was that it would be used for any type of service business, any type of business that deals with clients, so accountant, graphic designer, wedding photographer, you name it, any business that sells their time. In 2014, we decided, okay, let's relaunch what we were doing at Seventeen Hats and let's rebuild it kind of from the ground up, seeing lessons that we've learned. So we spent most of 2014 building that, and then as we were getting closer to launch, it was like, okay, do we actually have an audience, right? Before we you know, launch it, we want to do a little bit of testing. So what we did, uh, we rented, or we sent an email through like one of our partners, kind of rented an email list, and announced like, hey, we're about to launch this in the next couple of months. If you're interested, let us know, and we'll put you on a waiting list. And if you share this message with other people, you'll get some cool items such as a mug or a poster. And within like 72 hours, we had about 4,000 people that had responded. And it wasn't just put your name on a list, it was like explain why you would like to use 17 hats. And so we had 4,000 people that basically wrote us whole essays on why they would need to use 17 hats. And that was kind of the aha moment, like we really have an audience here and it really does apply to any type of business. We had lots of different type of businesses respond to that, uh, but it, that, that was a pretty. We, we were pretty overwhelmed getting four thousand people in seventy-two hours. I think most entrepreneurs kind of get started, and then, as I said, they, they start working in their business rather than on their business, which is one of my favorite quotes from Michael Gerber, who wrote the, the book The E Myth. Um, I think the biggest thing is that people don't define a clear message of what makes them different. You know, they don't define their kind of what I call secret sauce and what are their ingredients to the secret sauce. So especially if you're a service business like I me, mean, there's tens of thousands of wedding photographers out there. You know, what sets you apart from all the other ones? When we asked the question last week, we got really long answers. So we tried to kind of narrow it down. Like, okay, if you have 60 seconds to explain to somebody you know, what your business is about, uh, try to come up with something that is clear rather than full of fluff and buzzwords, because so often listen to entrepreneurs and like, okay, what exactly do you do? <laughs> so if your clients cannot understand what you're doing, um, yeah, you probably have a harder time you know, selling. So make sure you have a very clear message, try to narrow it down to 60 seconds and then further down to 30 seconds. I auditioned for Shark Tank you know, many years ago and the cool thing about that was is that you really have to narrow down your whole pitch into 45 seconds. And I think that's a really good exercise the other question you can ask yourself, if I explain my business to a six-year-old, will they get it? Um, if not, you know, try to you know, simplify it because as you said earlier in this interview, people are very busy. Um, so your clients are gonna be very busy. So they're not gonna sit down and take the time to really comprehend what you're saying. Uh, you can have to explain it to them at an eighth grader level, if not 
that's one of you know, the things we try to do. And then last but not least, and I think this is so much easier today than it was 20 years ago, try to measure and test what you're doing. Um, you know, if you have a website, yeah, we asked this question last week as well, like how many people had Google Analytics? So out of the 10 people that we brought in, I think only three people had Google Analytics installed and only one of them looked at it at a, at a you know, recurring basis. All 10 of them, however, all changed their website in the last month. They all made changes to their website. And if you don't measure it, then you don't really know if the change is working or not. So make, make sure you install some type of analytics program so you can see what your audience is doing. That's great advice. One of the things that, that a lot of business owners also don't do is, especially as they get started, they're happy to take any type of business. You know, we had one person last week that I think had eight different product lines, uh, different things that he was trying to sell. Uh, yeah, that's impossible, right? You're going to spread yourself way too thin. So start with defining your ideal client. What client would you like to work with? And you know, do they tell you what you have to offer? What do they look like? Because then that kind of allows you to really target that message that we just spoke about. And that will make the whole sales process so much easier. I'm sure you talk to a lot of business owners that will tell you that they hate to sell. Right? Uh, that they hate selling, that you know, doesn't feel natural to them. If you define your ideal client and have a clear message, the selling part really happens by itself and you don't have to worry about it. So yeah, if I have to give two bits of advice, it would be that define your ideal client and make sure you have a clear message. These are my people. It's a podcast produced by Smart House Creative, a marketing and digital strategy agency in Seattle, Washington.